Hey yo, today we are talking about asking and you will receive. And I know that seems like some fairy tale world, which is why I just sang it like a Disney princess. You're welcome. Um, but <laughs> it seems crazy. But as I look at where I'm at right now in my life, I am forever grateful for the intention I put behind how I wanted to build all of this. And I think if I had asked for what I thought I deserved in that moment, I would not be getting all that I am right now. And yeah, we got to kind of like, what do you really want? Not what do you believe you can get? What do you really want? And let's say that confidently and let's write it places and think about it playing out and happening. And let's be that specific about that ask. Like, do you want it all this certain way? Then ask. And that's what we're breaking down today. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. And finding that alignment in season four has been very important because... This is the truth of all the work that the death of a dream becomes. And rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack and we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. I forgot how I start this show. <laughs> Episode 950. And we still don't know how to start the show. Oh my gosh, the freeze on this was hilarious. <laughs> I can't. I can't even. It's this it's this crazy weather, I tell you. Okay, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. And this weather is crazy. Yesterday, it was like, okay, the day before, it was frigid. Like, I'm freezing, rocking back and forth. Like, my hands are cold, my feet are cold, my wool socks aren't working. The next day... It's kind of warm. It's better, right? There's still a brisk wind, which like wind, come on. If there's any bad element, it's that one, right? We can all agree. <laughs> Why wind? 
<laughs> ah, uh, it's just not great. What are we all doing here? Why, why with the wind? And then we have this day. That's like, it's morning and it's already 50 some degrees. It's supposed to be so hot that there is extreme volatile weather here. What is this life? I don't know. Uh, so that's kind of the world that I'm living in. And because of that craziness, and this happens pretty much every spring. So it's not like, what? Are you, is this some sort of apocalypse? No, it's just us. It's just Iowa it's just having four seasons that all decide they want to be a Leo, right? Like, we need all the attention. Please pay attention to me and listen. It's okay, weather. It's okay for you to all have your own thing. You don't all have to be here. It's okay. Just let it be spring, okay? All right, weather. Saying. Okay, so <laughs> let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. See, I remembered that. Go me. And my great thing, oh, yesterday, oh, I love. Okay, so when I started this company, the business that I started, uh, I decided that I didn't want it to be this like stuffy retail model where we're just marking stuff down and it's this normal environment, right? Like I want it to be bright and splashy and I don't want to mark stuff down because I just want to like do it. I want to do it different. I don't know. I just I want to give everybody something different. That marked with this, the fact that as I'm helping these entrepreneurs, they're all going, well, maybe I should just should I just sell it cheaper? And I'm like, no, you have to charge what you're worth. You have to charge what you're worth. What is this piece worth? Like, let's make a calculation. And so that's what we would do. Okay. Blah, 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 and then we get a price and there's a very, there's a much more scientific way than how I just explained that. Blah, 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 and then we get a price. It's way more intense than that. So we do these things, we have these conversations, we we mark stuff, and then I'm like, how do we keep it interesting? What would this look like if I was going to stay interested in it? And to me, that's like a big, flashy change. Like changing the whole store, making this whole new experience. What would that look like? And that turned into reveals. And so that is my great thing is I, we, we change out the windows. Like our window paint is our lowest maintenance marketing that we do. We don't have to do anything, but pay someone to come back every three months. And it probably has the biggest impact. And I see it. I see it every day. People just driving by, going about their normal lives, right? Like 
not paying attention to anything because that's what we do. And especially this is an epidemic in small town Iowa because we've gotten so used to nothing being there. And so we do. We're showing up as the Leo in this weather situation. Like, pay attention to us. We're right here. And if we have to be overly dramatic about that, then we will. And so it does look like, because guess what? Happens a lot in small town Iowa, boarded up windows of a shop that's closed down. And so (laughs) I board up the windows for two days and I force you to look at nothing. And then we're going to unveil this painted masterpiece that's just going to keep you interested and engaged in what we're doing. And if nothing else, get you to pay attention because it looks different than it did yesterday. Right? And in a world where everybody's pulling for your attention to know that we are like a hot girl walking by you at the pool... (laughs) Like you can't help but break your neck to see what's going on with our windows because it's always so different. And I'm not talking about the mannequins in the windows, which is an element of excitement, but it's not enough. This is like a drastic, in-your-face example. And it's really cool, really exciting for me to put together and put that dream together. And yesterday I had someone come into the shop and they said, this is, mm, this is different. So you work with, you work on consignment, right? Like you, people are selling their goods here, but this doesn't feel separate, like consignment. This feels like an actual shop. And I was like, it's very wonderful to hear those words back because I put a lot of intention into that. When I looked at regular consignment models, I was like, it just doesn't feel like a community here. Everybody feels separate, right? This doesn't feel like a normal shopping experience. I'm going from one shop to another to another, and that's okay, but right? I wanted that fluidity. I wanted it all to be mixed in together. And I think that model compared to my model is really cool, right? Because they're learning merchandising in there. But for me, it was important for this to be more passive. And it was important to lead the direction of the curation. So I'm giving out manuals of how we're going to make this shop look cohesive. You know the colors that are going to be in here for this spring season. You know the look and the feel and the vibe, and you can contribute to that as much or as little as you want. But what I'm finding is they do contribute and were all of us are curating the entire shop versus everybody kind of curating their own thing. There's a flow, there's a consistency. It's really a beautiful thing. And so my great thing is this, I remember writing, like we'd change out every three months and we'd have all new product and everybody was kind of like, well, yeah, that's kind of the same as everybody else does, right? Like it's just a usual retail model. And I'm like, it's going to be different. 
I promise. And it does. It does look different. It does look like boarded up windows for two days. And even if that's dramatic and crazy and oh my gosh, why? They just painted their windows. No, no, no. We painted our windows and we changed the entire shop. Like we might just move every single thing in our store around. We might look for a whole different vibe. I mean, it's changing. It's something new, even if there's no new product, even though there always is. And I love seeing, you know, at, this is our fourth review reveal. And I love seeing there's more cohesiveness. There's more understanding of what this is and how you buy into this and contribute to it. It's just mind-blowing. It's so beautiful. It really is. And I couldn't be more proud or excited for what this is, you know, and how it all works. So that is my great thing. This, that, this reveal is a thing. It's a thing. This is a part of who we are. I always imagined that that's what it would be. Um, and that it would be this exciting thing that we did all the time and the whole store would shift. And if you're going to keep me interested in something, then we can't be sitting on stale markdown items. We got to be like keeping it fresh, keeping new product in here. And knowing that by establishing this model, we're essentially building stronger businesses who understand like how much product inventory that means for this season, right? And what am I making in January, February, March? And how many of those do I need to make? And how do I imagine and create around this retail function? right? Because I think when you start a business, you're sort of just sitting on an island and you got ideas and maybe you get really excited about this one time of the year and that's okay too. Like whatever gets you excited. But we have to be thinking about the whole year and, and, and working ahead and really starting to establish that. And gosh, I'm working on it, just starting to work on a Christmas book right now. And it's like, it's March, but since it's a book, right, that's where we have to be and that's what has to get done. So, um, yeah, that's my great thing. Reveals, they're a thing. We're, we're doing it. Our brands are buying into it and they're getting even better at it as we keep going. And it is a really beautiful thing to watch happen. And I am always excited, but I am always way more excited about reveal days because it's magical. <laughs> yeah. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. Um, on that note, this thought and idea that you can kind of do whatever you want and it's scary right? To sit in acknowledgement of that fact. Hey, I can do whatever I want. Wait, what? I can? Who says? 
Like just literally the world. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Do whatever you want. What? No, we're not going to do that. We can't do that. We're not going to. We can't. What? Do whatever I want? Yeah. Let's do whatever you want. Okay. And let's imagine that if we're doing whatever we want, we can create whatever we want to create. So what is it? Okay. So you want to write a book and this idea of creating this world, calling your shots is like a crazy, crazy thing, right? But like energy and alignment and all of these things. And what I find is the closer you get to where you're supposed to be, the more things line up with what you've been asking for all along. And I, Miss Hannah, have been asking for all of these resources to just come to me and to just be given to me. And I don't want this force and fight. And I don't want to have to shove my ideas down people's throats. Like I said from the beginning, if this isn't working and it doesn't make sense, it just, it won't work out. Like, but what's meant to work will just flow. I will have endless opportunities and doors will close because there are larger doors <laughs> meant for me to walk through. Like it will just happen. There will not be a question. There will not be a pitch. There will not be all of this friction. It will just flow. And I know that I set out with that intention early on. Like, man, if if this podcast is going to work, it is not going to be me knocking on people's doors, begging to be relevant. I will just do it. And it will make sense eventually. And it will catch on and people will get why I did everything that I did but I'm not going to have to sit here and explain myself. I'm just going to keep moving. And eventually people will catch on and I won't have to tell them that this exists. They'll just know. And they'll be able to interact with it however they want, however long they want, for, for whatever they want, right? And I knew going into any business that I wanted to start that I did not want to get in the business of forcing things. Now, what I will say is you obviously have to be good at sales to do a business. So I am very grateful for probably one of the best sales educations that you can get, uh, which is the buckle. If there's a sales strategy that makes sense, it's that one. And you might go, oh yeah, that was the store that I raced to and tried to touch the back wall to see if anybody would talk to me because yes, we were paid on commission. <laughs> and what I realized in working that retail was the more I knew about the product, the easier it was for me to tell stories about it, the better my sales were. 
right? Like, hey, tell me what you're looking for in a jean. And they'd be like, you know, I really don't like these low rise features. I want something that's more comfortable. I want something that I can wear everywhere that just fits like a glove, but doesn't look like I just shimmy shaked into it and I can't breathe. And so then I would start to tell the story of this high rise cut, which is brand new and it's the live, right? Like the big star live. And it's not so high rise that you feel like it's a mom jean. It's mid rise enough that you feel still cool, right? Like, but you're not this like teeny bopper body that wants half your crack hanging out. And obviously that's not how I would bring the story to life, right? But like, as I got to know you and because I knew the product so well, I wish that I could remember. I, I know that there was a Maddie Live and... There was a lower rise because I think the Maddie was the highest rise that we had in the big star. And then the, the BKE jeans, I knew all of those, all the fits, all the rises, all of the boot cut, flare, everything, like everything that you could know about those I knew. And I knew all of our rock revival offers and you had like dot, dot, dot mid-rise, low-rise, mid-rise, high-rise, and you had those features. And then every single one had its own individual breakdowns. And when you knew that, right, and on the guy's side, when you knew that there was a Tyler and there was a Seth and there was a <laughs> Aiden and you knew all of these rises, you didn't have to go look at a card. You just automatically knew them and you could tell the story of what was going to fit the story they just told you. And you could keep offering something that was going to give them that experience. And as they continued talking to you, right, they might tell you that they're going to go out clubbing. And then when you end up at the end, after your shift is over and you end up in Iowa City, right, at in the bar scene downtown, and you see that person in the exact outfit that you just dress them in, like, everything comes full circle and you're just living. And so I think that being able to sell is very important. And I will say that I wanted to set this up so I didn't have to. Like this, I wanted my business to just meet the market a little before where I believed it was going. And so I don't have to convince you that shopping local makes sense everybody's convincing you that shopping local makes sense and we're just the best place that you could possibly do that because <laughs> we're local. Ah! <laughs> and so I really appreciate that I had that because now as I structure my own retail shops, that's a cornerstone of what we do. Like you're coming in you're getting to know these brands because if you shop in here long enough, I'm going to tell you the story of about 26 people that sell out of here. Every single thing that you touch, I'm going to tell you the background on that. Right? And if you already know it, then I'm going to keep 
that story going by talking about what that brand owner is doing now and and how they're changing their product and they're trying these new things and this is the direction they're headed and you as a shopper get to know them. This isn't like Target where you might be able to read that on a card once in a while of the product that you're buying. This is like immersive and you can ask questions and you can ask right, where they live and who they are and, and where they work. And maybe you don't ask those questions, but maybe you do. And we know all of that too. And so this really is why this works and why what I asked for in the beginning to, to not build something that I had to force down people's throats, why that's playing out now versus earlier. Because I had a lot of different business ideas. Like, listen, uh, we're on idea about number five, <laughs> six maybe. Um, and I feel really blessed that I set that intention because it really helped me to understand when it was time to go after an idea and when it was time to give up. And every time that I was sort of struggling and I felt like I'm having to convince people and I felt like I'm having to show up and fight for this thing. And sometimes you will have to, but that was not what I asked for in my experience. I did not ask to force. I did not ask to have struggle. I asked for ease and smoothness and alignment in any business that I was going to start. And you're saying, well, oh, okay. Yeah. You can just ask for those things. That's okay. No, like literally ask for what you want. I wanted the best coaching that aligned with what I was asking for. And when I didn't believe that I could get that. I sort of just settled for what was free. And I was like, you know, that's probably the best that it's going to get. I am asking for the impossible. And then when I started local, I was like, that's not the impossible. That's what I want. And that's what I expect. I expect the best coaches and mentors for me. And I expect them to just flow naturally and naturally right now looks like free and the best. And you're going, well, that can't be, Hannah. Those things don't work together. I'm like, whether they do or they don't, that is my expectation. And boom. I am living that reality right now. I have one of the best coaches that money couldn't even buy right? And it all came from a program that came from me just asking the universe, literally the day that I was wondering, should I go to a bank and try to get a loan for this? Like I said that that morning. All right. Whoever is meant to fund this next step will come into contact with me today. And I think I had reached out to a couple of different sources. Someone had connected me with someone that funds business ventures like mine. And they were like, this is going to be perfect. And they do this all the time. And they never, I reached out to them 
they maybe reached out once and then I was like, okay, this is it. Whoever's going to do this with me is going to message me today. And da, 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 the coordinator of that program messaged me that day and I did not hear anything from anyone else. No email, nothing. The whole day, she was the only one that contacted me. And so I was like, okay, then that's what it's going to be. And then I was questioning, like we almost weren't funded and I was afraid we weren't going to get the money. And then I'm like, nope, however it's supposed to work out, it will work out. And then probably about an hour after that, we were fully funded. It will just work out. You can just ask for the things that you want and fully understand, engage, and encourage the world to close doors that are not meant for you and not fight that. And I had a moment this winter where it was like, ah, why? Ugh. And I wanted to waste all my energy there. And then I was like, no, we know this. We have seen this before. We trust this right? That door is closing for a reason. There is not anything bad here. This is good. And I felt really blessed to be engaging and getting mentorship right in that moment because I feel like that helped me to just be like, nope, this is closing for a reason. There's something better. There's something better. And strategically, it makes sense for you to just slow down right now. There is the perfect situation waiting for you. So let's just wait for it. Let's just be here for right now. And believing and trusting, right? That's a huge component of it, but just asking. This is what I expect from you, world. You're going to tell me who's going to fund this loan, universe, gods, everything, right? You're going to tell me. And then you're just going to keep opening doors. And I'm going to keep following the ease, right? The ease is what I want. I didn't ask for this to be a struggle and something that I had to like fight tooth and nail for. I asked for ease. I asked for doors opening. I asked for flow. I asked for free flowing opportunities. I asked for alignment with everybody that comes into contact with this. And everything that I ask for, I receive. And every time that I press on something and I ask, I get boom, 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 boom. You know, with the publishing company, I'm like, I don't know. That seemed pretty crazy. I don't know if anybody will. And then I just start kind of throwing it out there to a couple of people. And then they're like, yes, right now. Are you doing this? Do this right now. Let's go. And then it was like, boom, 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 boom. So many people that I couldn't even see straight. And now I don't know right? <laughs> where to take this next. But obviously we've uncovered something and it's the same way with the shop. Like, People need and want help. They want what we have to offer. And so I can just keep asking for more help, more alignment, more opportunities. And I'm seeing and feeling so many beautiful, aligned, energetically shifted things that I can't even believe 
that all of this has happened. And yet I can, because this is what I've always been asking for. Ease, beauty, alignment, energetically whole people, love of community and self and this work. And I feel so grateful that I get to give those opportunities to people because I see those passions and I see what they're capable of. And I can sit here and breathe into that belief and help them believe even if they don't. And I think that's the most beautiful part of all of this. But it all stemmed from asking for what you want and continuing to follow the ease of those opening doors. They'll open. Just ask. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world. <laughs>